Gutwach for me. You're hearing this Sunday, maybe. This is Sunday's Tanya. So, we concluded on Shabbos, Chapter 6. And in Chapter 6, what we came to understanding is that when a person sins, the flow, the divine vitality that flows from the lower hay of the four-letter name of God, which descended all the way down to the chambers of evil of Klip and Sitra which is, of course, nurturing the person as he's sitting. When the person repents, tshuva, proper repentance, redeems the soul and redeems the divine presence, the shekhinah, this energy from the lower hay, back to its source, which is why the lower tshuva is tashuv hay, is restoring the hay, the lower hay of the divine name is now restored because the energy is removed from evil. Now, in this chapter, we discuss the details of how to do this tshuva. Now, of course, in the very beginning of this letter of repentance, in chapter 1, the Altar Rebbe said that repentance means a firm and wholehearted resolution not to commit the sin again. But the Rebbe here is saying to make your repentance true and direct, you need two elements. True means permanent. In the lexicon of Hasidic thought, something true is everlasting. So if we don't take these two steps, the implication is you resolve not to sin again, and you really meant it, but you might slip and sin again. It's not going to be true. And direct means that we can have negative elements bring us to come back to God, like the famous story of Rabbi Lazar ben Dordaya, who sank to such depths of evil that that brought him back to God. But we want to repent directly. So the Rebbe says, here's the direct path. Here are two steps to take which will lead you to repentance that is true, that's everlasting, and will get you directly there. The first step, which is what we speak about today primarily, but we speak also of the second later, is awakening God's extreme compassion. And the second step is subjugating and nullifying the evil. And those two steps we're going to discuss now. So in terms of awakening God's compassion, the Rebbe says you want to awaken God's essence compassion, not meaning God possesses compassion. God does possess compassion. But then it's a trait, it's an attribute, it's limited. I want to go to God as the source of compassion, as limitless compassion. Now, why should God have limitless compassion on me now? Think what happened to my soul. My soul was on the loftiest heights and fell into the deepest pit of evil, of klipa, of sitra of such defilement. And I also want to arouse God's compassion on the Shem Havaya, on the four-letter name of God. Since my soul is rooted in that name, this degradation brought about by the sin is affecting the soul as well. The source of life from the lower hay went into evil. So God, not only have compassion on my soul, have compassion on your name that's being pulled into evil because of my sins. Interesting proof, the Rebbe brings a Pasuk, V'yashav al-avai v'yachamehu. 
He should return to God, and he will have compassion for him. Compassion for God. So what does this mean? Now, the Lord wants to explain to us. What does it mean, have compassion for God's name? Like, I mean, for God himself, I'm having compassion? But if I'm thinking that the life-giving power issuing from this name that's supposed to give life in godliness, that's supposed to give life in noga, has come, has descended, has fallen, has been grabbed by evil, by klipa and sitra achra, and is vitalizing them by my thoughts, by my actions, powers that are supposed to vitalize godliness, are forced to feed evil, that's, that's a compassion on God. It says, the king who is bound with rehitim, with the gutters of thoughts, which means that there's rushing, just like we can imagine gushing water going through channels. So we have our thoughts that are rushing, 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 meaning we have a very transient thought. To us, it's like no big deal. You know, like a, a fleeting negative thought comes in and goes out, another thought comes in and goes out. But these transient negative thoughts can bind and shackle the king. They're exiling the flow of vitality coming from God's name. This is what we mean, as we said before, of the exile of the divine presence, Galus HaShchina, that the Shchina, Malchus HaVatzilas, the lower hay of God's name, is in exile because of my sin. Which, best time to think about this is Tikkun Chatzos, that midnight lament for the exile of the Divine Presence. To make yourself have even more compassion, the Rebbe says, Think about the greatness of God. So if I'm thinking of the greatness of God, whose greatness permeates every creation, whose greatness encompasses every creation, the more I understand God's majesty, the more I'll feel compassion for God, for God's name, that my sins brought to the state of evil, that my sins allow God's name to be kidnapped to be laboring for evil, that the energy of God is now vivifying more evil and more evil and more evil because it's such tremendous energy that evil is getting because of my sins. So that's the first element of a, of a true and direct repentance, a tshuva that's true, that's going to be lasting and can go straight there. Real compassion for your soul stuck in this evil, a real compassion for God's name, that the lower hay of God's name, Malchus of Atzilus, the Shechina, is stuck in evil, is feeding evil. Evil's getting fatter and fatter and fatter and more and more powerful because of my sins. The second element in coming to this true and direct repentance is crushing and subduing the evil, the Klippen Sitra Achra. Because Klippen Sitra Achra is just arrogance. And when I crush myself, I crush the evil inside of me. In other words, my animal soul is bound up with me in a regular person, not a tzaddik. So when I crush my heart, I crush my animal soul. And my animal soul is deriving its energy from klipa. So I'm crushing my heart, which means I'm crushing the animal soul, which means I'm crushing the klipa. I'm crushing the evil, which is Zahir's comment on the pasuk, on the verse, Offerings to Elohim are a broken spirit, 
to break that spirit of evil of Thiban Sitra Achra, achieved by a broken heart. How do I make an offering for Elohim and break the spirit of evil? Through breaking my heart. Meaning all of the karbanos, all the offerings in the temple, are always to Havaya. Havaya. Havaya, which is compassion, kindness, is appeased by burning an animal on the altar. But Elohim is din, Elohim is judgment. To reach Elohim, I can't burn an animal. To reach Elohim, I have to offer myself. So when I break my heart, which means I'm automatically breaking the animal soul in my heart, which means I'm crushing the evil that's feeding that animal soul, this is an offering to appease Elohim, din, judgment. And we'll continue on this theme tomorrow.